that was ghetto. <laughs> that was ghetto a little bit. No thought pop or whatever. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. This is another episode of Foyer Records. This is Keith from Clee. I'm here today with Kevin Terry. Love it's Kev Kev. Oh, the honey bun. Honey bun, little Debbie. I turned little Debbie into Big Debbie, baby. I promise you. <laughs> Big Debra. Little Glaze. Little, little Glaze on it. What's Listen, going on, Kevin? Nothing much, Keith. How are you? Nothing. I had to catch Kevin, y'all, because he about to leave us or whatever. Listen, booked and busy, baby. Booked and busy. <laughs> so we was just talking about your ventures. You are leaving us. You are going to um, Atlanta. I am October freshly on October twenty third. Woo! You gonna turn twenty five and bounce? I'm out. Listen, I turn twenty five on October the fourteenth, and then the next week I'm out. So Legit. I bought a house. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you moving to Atlanta, Kevin? Listen, I need to expand my possibility. I feel my, it. My possibility down there is greater for what I want to do. I feel it. Like I had so many opportunities that happened up here. Yeah. And I was just like thinking, like imagine like what I could do down there when yes. they specialize in what the fuck I want to do. Yes. So yes. Atlanta's the spot. Everybody, everybody be like, ah, oh, Atlanta's crowded, da, da, da. but it Atlanta sure is. is the spot. Like it's it's I, the spot. I can agree with people and it's like, yeah, it's crowded. But how many times you go into the fucking grocery store and you see all them loads of bread and it's different brands, but it's the same type of fucking same bread. Thing. What same makes thing. you different? So same thing. What makes you different? And people go out there for different things. People go out there for different entertainment reasons, job reasons, stripper reasons. Only fans Only reasons. Only rat fans reasons. Shit. I thought about it. It's, <laughs> I thought about it a couple times. Something strange for a little piece of change. I can show a nipple. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna show a foot. You know, a foot. foot they do love a foot fetish. I know a couple people that got one for their feet. <laughs> Listen, I know a couple people, and they pay top dollar sure for it. Do. <laughs> Bitch, let me go ahead and dangle my earring in this much. Not dangle my earring. Fucking $50 out of this shit, please. Not dangle my earring. Oh my God. But yes, Atlanta is definitely that place where people go to just, you know, branch out and do exactly what they thought they were gonna do. Mm-hmm. And it, it works for them. For it sure. really do. So, like, with you and this singing thing, you've y'all know if y'all know Kevin, y'all know he he been singing since before our time, y'all. before Christ, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> before Christ, That's if before you will. Christ. He's been singing in the womb. Yes, yes. Like I literally, agree. um, I remember just walking down the little Euclid Central Middle School halls. Okay, okay. are we? What were we? Lions. A central central lions. I guess so. I think some, so. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. Some some cat. We were some cat of some form, <laughs> and um yeah, we were some central lions. And I just remember you having your headphones on. You used to be blowing. Listen, talent shows blowing. Oh, like man. if y'all didn't know Kevin, y'all y'all didn't go to the school. And the thing is, I wasn't <laughs> popular. I was just known. Right. Like to sing, I wasn't popular whatsoever. Right. You just weren't popular. I just knew everybody, and like I was cool with everybody. Yeah. But I was not popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's how I feel too. I, I wasn't really popular. I was just dabble and dabble with a little bit of everybody. Exactly. I'm like, I was cool with them. I was cool with them. I was cool with the nerds. And they thought, man, I was funny. That's really what. <laughs> yeah, and you were funny as hell. That's really what it was. You were just funny as hell. That's what it was. You got everybody going. Now, well, before you go, let's let's take a recap of what you've done in Cleveland, shall we? Oh God. Okay. Okay. So as you will. You have decided to put yourself on um, Instagram here, and I know that was a big step for you because you didn't record yourself at first. No, I didn't. You may have recorded yourself in a car singing, maybe a little it, something. It was, like that. A, it was like I was having a whole ass car concert. Like, it was like a car concert or something on Snap, Instagram. If you saw it, you saw it, but it wasn't necessarily there for the public 
to see. Right. But you, you stepped it up. I sure did. You actually um got some lights. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you had the little, you had the lights going. You had the her shades on. Oh my god! You started to feel yourself a little bit. Listen, you was I threw away your love. Yes. I said, "Oh, who he think he is?" <laughs> You wow. did the mashups. You I mashed did. up the songs. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of what my favorite one was off the top of my head. Oh, you did Promise and um, Kevin's heart and, and yes, and that J Cole song, Kevin's Heart. That that and you sang it. You yeah. was like, is he singing Kevin's Heart? I sure did. And then you switched and you started singing I Promise. Uh-huh. It 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 worked. Y'all just gotta go back and look. Okay, listen, listen. y'all gotta go and look. Okay, it's, it's a real pink video. It's only pink lights. I did Kevin's Heart by, what, what is his name, J. Cole, and I did A Mixture of Promise by Sierra, and then I did uh, One in a Million by Aaliyah. Yes, and you did you did One in a Million. <laughs> literally mashed it all up. I said, who catches the beat and then finds the tune and then just starts singing? Like, what? Like, in your mind, like, and when I'm in the shower, maybe. <laughs> I may sing, like, three songs back then, but it sounds terrible. But you literally took that beat and just kept it going and yeah. kept, I'm like, yo, this dude talent is out this world. Like, how do he do this? Like, you really, you, okay. Thank you, friend. That's, that's for one. That's one. <laughs> Two, you got on stage with Tamar Braxton, okay? I did. I did that. Tamar Braxton came to Cleveland on tour. And what was it? It was like a single for uh, So, no, 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 no. So, she came on, like, the Great Escape Tour. When it oh, got, yes, Escape when Tour. When they got to back together and shit. And I had been in her room previously because mm. um, we were doing like a meet and greet having uh, champagne chicken wings and shit like that so I was asking her questions or whatever and she was like yeah ask me anything I was like so are you bringing people up for love and war she said yeah you want to come I said do I want to come absolutely so I said absolutely <laughs> so what happened is I got cool or I didn't get cool but she gave me her um, security guard's um, phone number mm-hmm. he had texted me to come down um, and then they had basically kept me up front. I was at, I was up front for the whole fucking concert. I saw Monica, waved at Monica, mm. and then while I was sitting down there waiting to go up on stage with Tamar, um, one of Zonique's uh, backup dancers—that's Tiny's daughter, y'all. Oh, yeah, uh, one, uh, one of Zonique's backup dancers was like, "Do you want to be a part of uh, Zonique's set?" So I was like, "Sure." So I ended up getting a, a lap dance by her on stage. Okay. I was like, oh, "I don't know what to do with this, but we gonna go." With it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then from there, she basically, um, when Tamar brings you up, she'll give you, she'll start it off for for you for a little bit, and then she, it's like a mic toss. Mm-hmm. So um, somebody else sings, and then if she don't like you, she gonna snatch the mic, and then she handed it to me, and I just went there, and she just kept it. She 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 let me have it, and she's like, "You better sing, yes, God." <laughs> Listen, my ass, if I so can turn extra. red, I'm like, and that's why we're kindred spirits, because we extra as fuck. But yeah, that was one of the, one of the, I was on high, I tell you, like, because I love her so much. Right. She's already a. Like, I'm like, we, we all extra together, and it's so, oh, it was, it was just magical. Like, I was posting about it the whole fucking year. I reposted a video anytime I could. Man. Just to get Cloud, I'm a part of Cloud Chasers Anonymous, y'all. Okay. So. Anything, let me know. Club Chasers Anonymous. <laughs> okay, because I ain't had shit, and I'm acting like I ain't never had oh, wow. shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting not. Okay. I'm acting not. And before COVID ruined it, you were actually going to open up 
on tour for somebody. Yeah, and yeah. COVID ruined that. So can you explain a little bit how sure. that works a little bit? I entered in um, one of my favorite artists. I've known about her since about 2012. She's actually from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Her name is Jade Nova. She graduated, I think, in Maple Heights or something. Mm-hmm. Um, she sang up for, she sang back up for Tony Braxton, Beyonce, went on tour with Rihanna, mm-hmm. um, Tyler Perry, and all of that jazz. And has... I think she was like a vocal producer. Do y'all remember that show, The Four on Fox? Oh, I do um, remember that yeah, show. Yeah, she was like a vocal producer. Or okay, cool. Like yeah, yeah. So um, she ended up making her own music, and I've always been like a bigger fan. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny. I actually manifested it back in 2015. She didn't know me. She didn't know anything. I was like, you inspire me because you come from the same place mm-hmm. that I come from, and I just see that you out here doing it, living your dream, 2015. And then fast forward to February of twenty what is it, twenty twenty. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> the worst year of our lives. Okay, fucking clearly. <laughs> she inboxed me and was like, Yo, you won. I choose you to open up my show in Cleveland for our hometown. And so that y'all, I'm in the middle of fucking Fridays eating my um what is that? Bottomless um what do they call it? Bottomless fucking appetizers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't eat. I didn't finish eating because I'm sitting there sobbing. I'm like, she chose me. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, like, I didn't think that anybody, sometimes I just don't know anybody's, like, intentions or my place in their life or whatever. Right. And so, like, for you to see little old me and choose me, because I didn't think I was winning that shit. I'm like, there are people that can sing me under a table. Yeah. But for that to happen, I was just like, this is huge. But then... Fucking COVID. Uh, my, my my good sis, uh, Corona D- Lachey the virus, fucker, um, <laughs> canceled the tour, and so I did not get the opportunity. However, I did do like a TBT on it just to see if she was still looking up because she follows me now. Um, uh, just to keep a bug in her ear. I was like, so I'm mad this didn't happen. And she commented, she was like, it's still going to happen eventually. So I was just like, okay, cool. I still got my placeholder in her mind mm-hmm. that this shit is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So That's eventually, good. probably not right now, but yeah. eventually. Whenever these little tours can take effect again. But yeah. that's exciting. Thank so I feel like... You leaving Atlanta. You did what you could do in Cleveland. Cleveland. You did what you needed to do. You need, that's that, and that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. I need to do what I need to be done so I can go. Yes. Dip your toes and go. Bring your ass. So it's like, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, I just feel like when you have a dream that you've been putting in work for so long, so long, so long, so long, you have to realize that, you know, sometimes a change of location is what's needed. Yeah. And I feel like now is the time. So yeah. for that friend. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, for y'all that don't know, I've been singing. For since, years. <laughs> I've been singing. Yes. I actually learned how to sing. I, t- I taught myself how to sing, but at the same time, um, I learned, I, like, I found out, like, on accident. Like, it was like a, what was this? Um, our music teacher was having everybody mm-hmm. audition for um, We Shall Overcome. Oh, yeah. Stupid ass song. Um, <laughs> this fucking America that we live in now. Why? Anyway, I'm so mad hearing the songs now. Like we saying this, we saying this bullshit. Okay, so yeah, and so he came to me, and I opened my mouth, and it came out, and then from there, I was like, oh, I'm really good at this shit, huh? Because I used to think yes. that I could dance, and while I can, you said I used to think. Okay, so you was in VC, you can't dance yes, now. I can do choreography. <laughs> give me an eight count. I'm not a dancer. Right, say. right. I'm a singer who happens 
to be able to have some rhythm and can mm-hmm. dance. But other than that, yeah. But yeah, I've been singing from the third grade, and then I was eight then. So now I'm 24, going on 25. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's what's up. Thank you, thank you. You gotta put your dreams to use and do what you can do. So that's what's up. Oh, wow. For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. All right, so off of you for a minute. Uh-huh. We're gonna get back on that in a minute. Uh-huh. But on a greater scale, you know, music been very weird lately. Yeah. So I wanna know what you, as a singer, what have you been listening to? Ooh. So. <laughs> 2020, if anything else, has been great for um, music, honestly. Me too. Nobody has had anything else to do but music, honestly. And so now that I started making my own music, I've honestly been listening to a lot of local people. Mm -hmm. Just not to, just to see like how they arrange stuff and like, I guess to judge a little bit, but also like to judge me a little bit to be like, Yo, where can I set set my game up at? Mm-hmm. So I've been listening to a lot of like local people, but I've also been vibing like a lot of a lot of my influences mm-hmm. are females. Yeah, they're they're females. So I've been listening to her. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to Jay Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Name Jack. I've been listening to Kiana Lede. Jasmine Sullivan just released a song yes. called Lost One. Whew. And if, if y'all know me, Powerhouse. I love Jasmine Sullivan, like She's I, a powerhouse. I want her to teach me how to run, and like I can. Did you see her trying to teach the run oh, challenge? Yeah, but, yeah, insecure. She was like, "Y'all was like doing it right, so let me get on the fucking mic and do the shit." No, I um, I love Jasmine. I'm like the grit and the texture and the tone yeah. of her voice is so magical. She's effortless to me. It, that's the thing. Her, her. I feel like her mouth barely moves. I was like, do your throat like? You got a little, like, jiggle it to make it do that. And it was like, I've been trying hard to fucking run, too. And I can do it, but sometimes it don't land. So I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. run. I just swiftly walk. So. <laughs> swiftly walk swiftly on the track. Swiftly walk, okay? And if I land the bitch, I land it. <laughs> you are goofy, man. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I feel, you know, I've been, um, I feel like um, I've been, I don't know like if it's just me but like i'm kind of listening to like the same thing over and over again so i've been kind of like dipping into like a lot of new artists lately yeah so like i think i have to like mahala whatever her name is mahalia her mm-hmm. and i like her like she's really really dope and then i've been listening to kiata lady a lot too mm-hmm. i really like her voice um i just been tapping into just so much like just new stuff just because like 2020 everybody been bored so like everybody been creating mm-hmm. and i feel like they've been stepping out their box a little bit yeah. just to see like oh we'll do let's see if they fuck with that let's see if they fuck with that uh-huh. and it's like i love it like i love it it's like i'm so tired of hearing the same names over and over again exactly the big names yeah. just like who you waiting for something to come out and then it's just like when it come out i was like do you really love it but honestly i've been i've been trying to put my ear to the streets for like cleveland artists but honestly there's a cleveland artist who went on to sing background for like erica badu who just really? got a record from home duran Bernard. really his mom is like a legendary vocal coach here in cleveland but he came out with this body of work, and it's so authentically him. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm give it to I'm you. Say yeah, it's I'm so good. He's funny. He's fucking hilarious. You think I'm great? He's hilarious. <laughs> 
But seeing all those, again, it goes back to me saying, seeing all those people come from where we come from yes. and then make a name for themselves or a yes. lane for themselves, yes. so inspiring. It's very inspiring because we always think Cleveland is just like this small place. You ever get on social media sometimes you hear people bashing Ohio? Yeah. I'll be like, damn, what we do to y'all? Like, exactly. <laughs> what we do? Nigga, but then okay. I'll be like, damn, we just, it's, but Cleveland is so full of talent. And it's like we're stuck with yeah. talent. It's literally stuck with yeah. talent. So it's like it, it's like, yeah, we love our city and all of that, but it's like we really stuck. And it's like we need to get out. And what I would out. say is that Cleveland has equipped mm-hmm. certain people with a mindset and a lifestyle that you have to go by. Like we are forward fucking tough. Yes, we are. Okay, we are built to withstand some stuff. Yeah, we are. Uh, just because I'm like we've had to struggle and we haven't had the best opportunities or outcomes to come to us. So it's just like we did what we can do. Hell, and we man, and that's the thing too. Like I've seen so many people have these dreams, and they'll see that they don't work in Cleveland, but they still try to make it work. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, it's so about it. So it's like we, talk it's like we, it. it's like we force it. It's like we gonna force, we gonna force it down Cleveland's throat. It yeah. may not even be the right place for it, but we're about to force it down your throat Hell now. Yeah. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like, damn, like. The thing is, you're just going to have to go outside of your comfort zone and come mm-hmm. back to Cleveland later. Because yep. the thing is, Cleveland is one of those cities, once they see that you're doing it on a grander scale, then they'll start to support you. Yes. They're probably not going to support you while you're in the city. Because Cleveland is a tough crowd. It's mad. If you suck, then you really fucking you suck. You suck. And we don't know about it. And that's so funny you say that. Every time I go to, like, um, what's it? The improv here mm-hmm. in Cleveland? Every time I hear, like, a comedian comes here, they instantly say Cleveland is a tough crowd. Yeah. They say we are tough to please. Yeah. But you know why, though? Because all we do is clown each other. Uh, clearly. That's all okay, we do. Like, and if you're not better That's than dead, us. If you're not better than us, you legit, you gotta come, you gotta dog us. Listen, like, you legit gotta come dog us, You gotta come bro. with a vernacular like, so fucking Man, dog. you got, <laughs> you come the most disrespectful you can come, cause we literally dog each other. So it's Listen. like, that's, that's humor to us. So when it's actual, like, humor, we be like, that's not even funny. My, some, some, <laughs> of my, some of my lines, cause y'all know. Dark know. humor. Dark humor. Like, <laughs> Kevin humor is so dark, it's y'all, so and I love dark, it. Yo, but it's just like. I fuck love you. it. And if you got anybody else that look like you, fuck them too. Okay? <laughs> More fucked up than a tomato soup motherfucking sandwich. <laughs> Not a sandwich though. Okay. <laughs> what um if you were trapped on an island and uh-huh. you could only listen to three artists uh-huh. and they all their music, uh-huh. what three artists would they be? Um Probably like the three that just clearly my mother be. Uh, Beyonce, I love her. Absolutely, she birthed me. I love my <laughs> she siblings. Birthed me. She birthed uh, me. Blue Ivy, uh, Pink Salt, and Black Pepper. What, is that what the twins' names are? Sarah and Rummy, whatever the hell their names are. <laughs> love them. I love Mother B. I she inspired her drive. Learn your damn siblings' names. Those though. are my siblings. You gonna know their names? A uh, Pink Salt and Black Pepper. Pepper. That's <laughs> it. Goes with blue. It goes with the theme. So you gotta look like, an array of colors. What uh, you mean? Um, pink salt and black. <laughs> um, that I, tickles me every time I was here. <laughs> like what? Um, I would bring Tony Braxton. Mm. Tony Braxton's. Voice. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because you do the voice real well. Oh, you want to sing some Tony? Braxton? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to cry. I'm about to cry. Oh. <laughs> Who do you think I am? <laughs> Don't you know that he won my man? Black chose to let him go so I don't you. I got to care about him. 
And then what else you do? If you could give me one good reason. Oh my God. Why I should believe you. Listen, I'm, I'm so mad you ain't win the challenge. Oh, listen. But the thing is, I got clout from that challenge. You got clout. I got about 9,000 views on See, that See, there you go. She saw it, I'm sure. There you go. I'm sure. There you go. So we'll that go. was a good one. That was a good one. We I'm got, like, if you don't win this damn challenge for quarantine, I'm going to be mad as hell. We got, uh, so we got Beyonce, we got Tony, and then last but not least, it would be Jasmine. Um, yeah. yeah. I connect. The thing is. She got me through my first heartbreak. I, okay. <laughs> And the thing is, I don't know, not that I don't know, but I guess I don't gravitate toward male-dominated music as far as R&B because it's not the popular thing. Yeah, It's not the most popular thing. And so there's not a lot of singers around my age that I could relate to that's not always talking about sex this, sex that, or Jaquisa thinks he's the fucking <laughs> R&B king of everywhere. <laughs> While I think he can sing, that's the thing. I feel like he can sing. He just does too much. It's and it's unnecessary. I, I think to each his own. I think everybody, because music music is subjective. It is, and everybody can think one person is better than the other. I just think that sometimes, just sometimes, um, our credentials we we lack some certain credentials that we speak to prematurely. I. I don't ever want to think of myself so highly to the point of just like, yeah, nigga, I'm this. It's just like, let other people give you your flowers. Don't give yourself your flowers. I always say, if you have to come on social media and say, I'm a real ass bitch. Are you really a real ass bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. Real shit. Think about it. If you got to come on social media and show your money every day, do you really have money? Mm Mm-hmm. No. Think about it. You are bow wow challenging life. Yo. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> on exactly. a PJ, okay. <laughs> <laughs> on a PJ, okay. You Shad Mawson out here, surely. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. How and it's, it's, it's. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's something about how people come off like they have to be so flashy. If if they don't see it, it ain't happening. No. And I don't know where that mindset came from. Probably from social media, but like. Why, why do we feel like we gotta prove something to somebody all the time? And it's just like it's so weird. So it's like to say that you have a talent, and then they, like that's like me saying, "Oh, you can sing, sing right now." You're like, "Bitch, I ain't, I ain't even warm up." Like, yet. bitch, I ain't even. <laughs> I'm like what? That's like that's like me saying, oh, "I'm a writer." Oh, say a poem right now, bitch. Right. I'm not inspired. I'm like, <laughs> like what? Like what? Like what? Kiana, Kiana, I let you know we grew up together, and so I think it was like back in math class I used to impersonate Maya Angelou. She would eat the shit the fuck out. And I would come, oh, bro, because a lot of people did. Because a lot of people didn't know who Maya Angelou was. Listen, so when you used to bring it, I used to be like, yo. I used to walk in that classroom every day and be like, if someone shows you. Who they really are. Believe them. Is it the sun of my smile? The ride of my breasts? I'm a woman. Phenomenal. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. Yo. Remember when they put the Maya Angelou Snapchat off of Snapchat, dude? The filter? Oh my god, yes. I was they, like, did, they did the change. I was like, yo. And I'm gonna go get her picture real quick. I was like, yo. <laughs> they made this for Kevin. Listen, 
She is my spirit animal. I recently, I think I just did one with a emoji the other day. Like, I, what, did I, what, what was I saying? What was I saying? I was saying like, oh, I was doing like a version of Still I Rise, and so I was like in the in the West, like in the East, like yeast. Still I rise like a fart up in the sheets. Still I rise. Like a pee pee that sees a gee. Still, Kevin. I love her. Stop fucking playing with me. When you whisper sweet nothings in Maya's ear, still I rise. Y'all, I wish y'all could see me when I was in high school. That shit was so funny. Because we grew up in a place where. Everybody was hip today's today's ancestors at okay. that time. Okay, listen. They had to wait for social media to tell them who Maya Angelou was. But me, I was a poet, and I know who that was. So I was just like, "What?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I knew it was Kevin because only he could do something like that. Like, I'm like, yo, who raised him? I cannot be duplicated, I promise. I cannot be duplicated. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I knew Kevin was going to have me rolling, but I didn't know he was going to have me rolling 20 minutes in. <laughs> I am crying. <laughs> <laughs> Your family has tears of eyes. I am crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I actually look at me every fucking time. Oh my God, that shit is so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, Atlanta is getting a gem. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta don't deserve this man. What the hell? Okay. Alright, you said you cannot you don't see male domination in R and B is just not it right now. But do you, you don't see anybody. Well nobody. I'm not gonna say that. There are people like I just I just mentioned Durant. Like he has his own yeah. Put it this way: I don't know of anybody that is mainstream that has art that hasn't like already made it. Like you have yeah. the Ushers, you have the Neos, yeah. you got the Maxwells, you got the D'Angelos, you have everybody that has like made it. But I don't, I haven't seen Chris Brown. Oh my God, let's not forget Chris. I'm Brown. gonna say, hold on, Chris, Chris Brown has <laughs> paved the fucking way. My mom was gonna listen to this episode and be like, "So you telling me this man forgot no, Chris no, Brown? No, my mom no, loves Chris if, Brown. <laughs> if I ever have the opportunity to work with that man, like yeah. he is paved." All the way, like Harriet Tubman paid the motherfucking. That's way. my dream interview. If, oh, I, can, if I can land an interview with Chris Brown, whew. hell yeah, Tank, Tyrese. Whew. But these are all people that have had their moment. Their moment, yeah. But they had their moment in a different yep. generation. Yep. So for my generation, and I feel like it's lost the essence of singing, mm-hmm. the art of singing. Now there's this there's R and B. There's like this tree hugger R and B. It's like real soft and whisper singing, but I haven't heard anybody that's just like serves like a vocal. Yeah. Um, on the male side, women, y'all doing it. Yeah. Um, on the male side, I was like, well, maybe I could bring that back or something, or maybe there's somebody that I'm not mentioning. If I didn't mention you, I I, I apologize. Like I didn't. I really meant that I apologize because I'm I'm not sorry, but I just I, I don't know. <laughs> I really meant that. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. So it's like, um, loved, oh, Avery Wilson 
God. Oh, yeah. Anybody know who Avery Wilson is? I've heard a song by him. Oh, I can't remember what God. song it was. But I've heard, I was like, wow. Like, I was taken back by his voice. It was yeah. very different. It was very different. a vocal, a decent vocal. Mm-hmm. Todrick Hall can sing Ooh, like that. Ooh, Todrick Hall. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Gene Noble. Yes. You, might, you might not know who Gene Noble is. I can appreciate Daniel Caesar for what he's doing. Um, Pink Sweats. Okay. Now now, now I'm thinking about it. There are some people. There are some people. Pink Sweats is dope. Um, Who else? Um, I can't think of anybody else right now. But yeah. It's it's hard to describe R&B with males because the ones that you hear of, they're not necessarily singers. They're just like talkers. Yeah. Like talkers on a track, like they just smooth like, talking on and a track. Then a lot of what's going on today is like this mumble rap, Whew. and I can't like. What are we talking about? Are we talking about anything of substance? Can it's the beat. What the fuck? And, ooh, don't get me started. It's the beat. Don't get me started. It's the beat, and the beats probably are great, but everybody's beat sounds the same. You now, now that I'm about to say this, <laughs> I'm about to say this shit, and it's gonna make you think. Everybody's yeah. beat. You know how the 90s had a sound? Yes. But the 90s had a sound that was unique to the individual. Mm. But now, everybody has the same beat. So all you hear is... Listen to it. And all of your favorite songs have... And I'm probably saying this wrong, like these 808 beats in the back. And... No, you're right. And it's bothersome to me. I'm like, what happened to like a smooth, like legato <clears throat> sort of sound? But everybody sounds the same. The same. I can see that. Um, I always said that too. Um, each. I feel like we're entering new decades, right? Yeah. This is 2020, so this is a new decade. Yeah. I feel like we're about to hear a whole new song. Oh bit. hell yeah! So it's like kind of about to come back. <laughs> right. Right. So it's like. So it's like. I feel like talent is slowly entering but from this 2010s era mm. it was mumble rap that's that's what it was yeah. so in the beginning when people was like oh my god who is this young thug dude who is this dude who is this guy who is this little uzi vert who is this mm-hmm. everybody was just like who are these guys right but by the end of 2020 y'all calling them the best albums of the year now that's excuse me excuse me bitch <laughs> and there's absolutely so nothing wrong with and, the music. and it's and to me personally it's like I, I have to wrap my head around this new sound. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I may be still be listening to this old music that I like from the 2000s, but it's a new sound now. I try to think of myself, like, I try to be like, you know what? I try to be a sponge. A Just, sponge, soak it all up. Yeah. And I try not to be my parents when they listen to shit. And I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to like, what the fuck is this? This is some bullshit. No, I, I feel like my mom when I be like, who is that? Like <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I'm like, I want to be. Who is that? Because when I saw that double XL freshman, I only saw like four rappers that I knew, I said, and I was like, "Who? I don't know these guys." God. I'm like, and then I have to go <laughs> my younger sister. I'm like, "Baby, who is this? <laughs> oh, that's Mulatto, and that's." A- I said, "Oh, Mulatto." I said, "I think I done heard of her." <laughs> Baby, <laughs> and that's the thing. We and then some of these get reintroduced to us in a new light. And it's yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. But I also think of Mulatto like Chris Brown. Because remember when Mulatto was introduced to us, she was on TV. On the rap game. She was on the rap game. I was like, oh. I but like when this. Chris Brown came out, he was like, it's your man. On the fly. <laughs> you like, Excuse me, miss. I seen you from across the room. That's other bitches on the street and, and shit. And then we got to take you down. And then he came out take you. Oh, my God. And no bullshit. Sir. You. 
sir. Okay. What happened? Yeah. So it's literally like a three year gap between them songs when you yeah. look at it. But it's like it is a three year gap with Mulatto too. She was just on Rap Game in what 2016. <laughs> so it's like, like. But she was like 16. So she yeah, I think she just turned 21. Something like that. I guess they grow up so fast. I guess you're of age to <laughs> talk about this stuff. It's Look, like, it's just, it's, it's, that's why I'm like, I, it's hard for me to just not be my mom in some situations, but it's like, whew. I'm like, I'm trying to be, because of the industry that I'm trying to go into, I'm trying to appreciate all facets and all things that are music yeah. and try to be progressive in what it is that I'm listening to. So, and ain't nothing wrong with it, but ain't, ain't nothing right about it for me. So, <laughs> ain't you know. <laughs> Right about it for me. I feel that though. It's I don't know. It's it's. I feel like as the sounds keep changing, though, you just gotta keep just being alert to the sound and just kind of agree with the sound and just yeah. keep it pushing. And we gonna still talk two thousand shit or we gonna tap into this new yeah, shit. Yeah. That's pretty much where I'm at with yeah. it. Like I don't know, but it's just like I don't know. We gonna tap into that later though. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I'm gonna tap back into that. But all right, all right. It's a game that I be playing with my guests. It's called Musical Moods or whatever. Okay. And I pretty much just be saying a mood, and you tell me like what you like to listen to when you in that mood. Oh shit! Okay. Okay. So, first, when you in your normal goofy ass mood, you woke up. It's a good day. I'm goofy as fuck. What's up? Let's hear your good day started. Uh-huh. What you listening to? When you get uh-huh. in your car, you like, all right, we playing this. So, y'all know I'm a fool. So I'm, this is real though. <laughs> There's that song called "Drop It Low for Jesus." <laughs> You love that song. Drop it low for Jesus. There's that. And there's Bitch on the Cow by Doja Cat. Yes. This song made me feel like. like, Bitch, I'm too smooth. I gotta make moves. Okay. And the thing is, like, it's so melodically pleasing, but it's like, Mm -hmm. it's dumb. But it ain't everything else that's being played out. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in my goofy ass mood and I wanna listen to that, I, I listen to some funny shit that's like. Good to listen to to the ear, mm-hmm. but it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, <laughs> so drop it low for Jesus, yep. and bitch. I'm a cow. I'll, I'll say that. You plan on making a song like that, like a goofy little song? Oh yeah, because you know I'm a fool. I'm like you a fool. You gotta make I, a little a goofy fool. song like listen, that. Like I don't know what's gonna be about a honey bun. A honey bun, glaze, <laughs> not frosted. Okay, Krispy Kreme, a little Debbie. How you feeling today? Listen, I'm t- oh a honey this, bun. Th- Nice segue. Nice segue. Because for Halloween, I was gonna ask you what you gonna do for Halloween this year. Because this Missy Elliott, uh, okay. it always t- makes its rounds. It does, and I did it two years in a row. So we, we're gonna get away from Missy Elliott this year. I am gonna be a variation of Little Debbie, but I'm going to walk around with a sign that says Big Deb Raw. And the thing is, I'm gonna walk around with a basket. Handing out honey buns to all the little nigglets and nigglets. <laughs> gonna be little Debbie for Halloween. I surely am. All right, big Debbie. It goes with my brand. I'm wearing a necklace right now that says honey bun. <laughs> I'm so serious about this. My brand cannot it be. It goes with my brand. Like, Aww. as funny as it may be, and as much of a gimmick as it may be, it's authentically mine. <laughs> okay, I am a pastry, damn it. I am a pastry, damn it. <laughs> and especially when I get me. A good old haircut and use my skin, um, my skincare, and then the light hit just right, <laughs> baby. I'm glazed. Okay, that's that's what I call glazed all over. Amen. Do Don't catch girl. Kevin and he got a fresh haircut now. <laughs> <laughs> Look like Jesus touched his hair himself. Holding it. Cause listen, I got my haircut yesterday and I'm a whole new person. What do you mean? Okay. Whole new person. Can't tell me shit. Oh, 
Period. <laughs> Period. Period. When you in your feelings. Ooh, when you want to cry. Yes. Like when you be like, oh my God, nothing's going right. I feel like that's my life. Ooh. It just in a hole. <laughs> Jasmine. Yeah. Brandy. Brandy pulled me together. Um. Oh, Brandy. Oh my God, Brandy. Brandy pulled um, me together every time. Who else? I want to. Her sometimes does it for me. Like really does it for me. I'm trying to look at my, my repertoire. I'm pulling up my phone here. <laughs> um, I listen to some y'all. As funny and stupid as a, how, even though I cuss a lot, listen to a lot of gospel. Mm-hmm. Love, 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 love gospel. So I listen to a lot of um, most real singers do. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it's there's like this this one person, and he like teeters, and he, and I love it. It's mm-hmm. P. J. Morton. Mm. He teeters on gospel, but still giving me secular, mm-hmm. but giving me something that I can feel. Mm-hmm. So I listen to a lot of PJ Morton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I'm in my feelings, I need need to feel lifted again. Yeah, yeah. Lifted again. All right. When you about to go hang with the homies? <sighs> the homies. Listen, well, them motherfuckers are ratchet. So something, <laughs> something. That's how I be. <laughs> something, because the thing is, I, like, I don't. I like trap. Trap music has its place, okay. Mm-hmm. And when it comes when it comes to trap music that I don't know, I'm like, whose section eight music is this? Section eight. But <laughs> however, comma, I do like some stuff. So I will turn on the Young Thugs and the Gucci Mane's, and maybe a little City City Girl, cause Carisha be fucking me up. I love me some Carisha. English, Spanish, and French. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> euros, dollars, the yin. I love me some Carisha, okay? What's big, baby? Yeah, other buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been a fan of Carisha since she came on the track and said, Is y'all Miami and I can't run my sack up? Yeah. <laughs> I said, Because, period. Because, like, period. I was like, Wait, baby, read that for me one more time. What did you say? I love hearing her talk because she's like, baby, 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 period. <laughs> I be like, yeah, Miami. What she said? I don't like that. I love it. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and JT, my sad sis. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I just love her skin. I, I'm, I'm for anybody chocolatey. Oh yeah, JT is chocolate, honey. Yeah. I love it. All right. So damn, what the fuck? So for musical notes, I wanted to talk about Tory Lanez real quick because this shit's blowing me. So Lord, this man, I thought it was a track. Friday night, well, Thursday, whatever day it was, Thursday night or whatever, when I got on, you know, Instagram, mm-hmm. like I usually do or whatever, and I heard the track, how he was saying, um, you know, how did I shoot you in the foot, and I hit you, and I hit you in your uh, tenderloin, or whatever he said, mm-hmm. and um, I'm thinking like, damn, he made a track about this shit? Right, that's what I'm saying. And then I got on Twitter, and he made an album about this shit. <laughs> um, look. Usually, my motto is, I don't care, give me the music. Mm-hmm. That's literally my motto. I've yeah. been like that with R. Kelly. I've been like that with everybody. Literally, yeah. everybody. I don't care, just give me the music. I just want the music. I don't care about what they've done because I don't know them. However, me personally, once you shoot somebody, and it's kind of like, I don't find a reason to shoot somebody, and I'm a woman at that. Yeah. It's kind of like, whoa, okay, that's a little too far. So, yeah, with this Tory Lane situation, I kind of, I can't really entertain it. I can't. Put it this way. 
I choose to believe Meg. However, I was not there. I don't know that part. all sides. Of it. I don't so know. So I believe I don't know. that he deserves to speak his truth. He does deserve However, to speak his truth. However, at the time that he decided to speak his truth, his tact was off. You want to know why? Because right now we're in a time where we need to protect our black women. And in the same... Right gonna, after we the, just got the that, verdict, for, the Breonna verdict for Breonna Taylor. So I'm just like... Your timing couldn't be even more off. Like she, we got the verdict, and then the next day you're talking about shooting Megan in the fucking foot. It's like, sure, we all. And then know she's called him a liar. Like we all want to know what the fuck you have to say, but right now it just probably wasn't the best time. Mm-hmm. I don't like that we made an album about it, but go ahead and get your money, bro. I'm so, um, that's what I'm saying. Like get your money, bro. get your money, bro. But I don't just. A part of me feels as if, and I don't know. Part of me feels as if like he maybe dug it. A bigger hole for himself. Yes. Because if everybody wasn't fucking with you now, they probably really aren't fucking with you now. Especially on the woman's standpoint. On the women's standpoint, just because mm-hmm. you decided to put it in your music, which is fine, but it's like you're monetizing, like you're, you're making a profit off of like some shit that you allegedly did to somebody. That you allegedly did to somebody. You you can't really talk about it how you should, how we want you to talk about it, how yeah. we expect you to talk about it, because you're now undergoing these things from what I understand he's got to go to court in about two weeks for yeah. the shit so he can't really talk about it yeah so it's like if you can't really talk about it how we want you to talk about it what was the point of putting out the song I don't I don't think a song so it's mean, like I him him disrespecting needed, exactly him disrespecting black women and then uplifting Kylie in the same breath was just kind of like whoa that that's a bit much but what's even hurtful right is how any other day on social media, black men want to tap into what a black woman is doing, right? Yeah. They have no problem commenting on what a black woman should be doing. Mm-hmm. Have no problem commenting, saying it, how we should dress, what we should like, what we should post. Have no problem saying any of that. Mm-hmm. But have a trouble standing up for us when we need you. Exactly. Y'all but, when, but when something goes on with y'all, we might tap in and tell y'all what to do and... You know what I'm saying? Maybe not to the greater extent that y'all do, but we, we, we'll we tap in and tell y'all how y'all wrong and what y'all do wrong and stuff like that. But when something happened to y'all, we standing right next to y'all and, and every I, time. I, and that, that is very true. I've seen it firsthand. The problem that I have with it is just like the possessive and the controlling nature that you have. Yes. yes. When something happens to me, you're not there at my beck and call for me to for, for you to go ahead and help. But at the same time, you're sitting here dressing me up for my fucking funeral so I can go lay sense. in the casket and don't make sense. look like motherfucking Teresa. Don't make sense. Listen, you don't own me, and I didn't come from you. Yeah. So even my mama don't fucking get to tell me what the fuck to do, let yeah. alone you, nigga. Yeah. So I just, I hate that people think that they can control people, especially women. Yes. And then yes. have a say-so on what they do, what they say, how they act. When they were their own entity in person before you even came to the picture. Mm-hmm. Now, now you may have helped them grow in some form of fashion, but you shouldn't take ownership of that. Yeah. So. And I and I, and I think that's kind of where it comes where it starts from. We, as a community, we, we bash each other all the time. So when it comes down to this, when when this Breonna Taylor stuff happens, and when this Meg Thee Stallion stuff happens, and when anything of this stuff happens, yeah. 
We need you. Exactly. So it's like, it'd be like, we need you to step up and be there for us. But when something happens to y'all, we, n- we never turned our back on us. No matter how bad y'all may have said something to piss us off or whatever the main situation may have been. It's y'all spirit. Y'all, yeah. y'all spirit and y'all emotions allow y'all to be Black women forgiven. built different. Yeah. Black women are all, definitely built different. Not all, but I will say like y'all emotions allow y'all to be more forgiving yeah. than we are. Um, because yeah. once we're done... We nigga, we done. We on to the fucking next. Like, yeah, we are. We can be emotionally immature. Yes. So yes, emotionally immature. It's either I really feel like there's there's really no in between with y'all. <laughs> y'all either emotionally immature or emotionally unavailable, or so mature to the fact of you think you know it all. Oh yes, I know a couple of those. Too. Like you think you think you know it all. So because you think that you know it all, you are gonna talk down to me. No. Yeah, yep, I know a couple of those too. They mm-hmm. feel a little into title. Yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that for musical notes because that was just a little. That was just a little too much for me because you. That bothers me just as bad Cause, as. Cause, and then people was like, people, and then people like, oh, well, maybe, maybe, um, maybe. Then it was like, well, maybe we don't even want to hear his side. Meg said what she has. No, we just like Meg was entitled to her side. Uh, Tori's entitled to his side for as sure. well. For sure, I, I believe in that. However, how he went about it was was wrong. That's yeah. not how. You, nah, nah, yeah. nah, nah, be that ain't how you do it. So, with that, I, I don't know. Not really with that, but I don't know. Ter- Tori still canceled and fuck that album. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, so for your records this week, um, I saw that. Bryson Tiller's album is turning five. Trap soul. Really? Yes, it turns don't five. Don't be this <laughs> I'm not understanding but, this You know what's like, you know what kind of bothered me about the album though? What? He dropped the deluxe album on Friday for the album. And it was five years. For Trap soul? Yes. Nigga, you didn't release other music in between. <laughs> And we gonna, you know what? It's all right. And now you're Mary giving us. did it. <laughs> she showed She it. did my life back in the nineties and came back with my life part two, <laughs> or something to that effect. Later it was like, the 2000s. It was. You, you are so right. Listen. You are so right. If Mary can do it, he can do it. <laughs> Let that man live. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, Bryson is living his life. He got a little baby now. Yes. He, he had a daughter, right? Yes, cute little daughter. Beautiful. Beautiful little daughter. And he, he married now, I think. Or I'm engaged. Now. Yeah, he acting different. But Listen, crack her back in half. Split okay. her wig. Have another one. Crumble her But cook. please, don't stop the music. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. w- I would like another album. Yeah. Now, people wouldn't really like his second album more like that. But I, I don't know. If you love, 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 I gotta love get man. more into I don't know much about him. Me either. Now that I think about it, I don't, like... I just kind of like know his real name and that's about it. Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I don't know. I feel like with certain sh- with certain things with him, I like his I like his voice. I like he able to switch it up, rap, and then he can switch it up and sing. And I I like that. Because I don't know much about him, but I like his mystique. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is just like he's not out in the public eye. Like he's it's kind of what the, it's kind of the artist I want to be. Like I want to be known for my music, but I don't want celebrity. Mm. I think he's famous and he's known for his music, but mm-hmm. I don't think that he is 
Like not everybody in their business. Not, yeah, he's not yeah. the celebrity that we go after to go and know what the fuck is happening in his life. Yeah. And if something is great happening in his life, we will congratulate him. Right. But we're not It'll be going, known. We're not actively going ahead and look looking for the for the messy shit. And that's what I love. Mm-hmm. Sort of sort of like when Jasmine Sullivan drops something or when Bryson Tiller drops something, yeah. everybody's on that shit like white on rice. Yeah. But a Frank Ocean, if you will. Frank Ocean, if you will. A Frank Ocean, if you will. Because listen, when I'm you drop something. I'm going to come. I'm going to feature on the track real quick and I'm going to go ghost. Exactly. Y'all know where I'm at. Exactly. And y'all miss me, though. Sade of one. That's a good one. Yes. That's a good one too. Listen, Anita Baker too. We don't know what yes. she's doing. Hell no. We don't know what she's doing. Where is she? Like we don't know what she. Do. Like we see Patty Labelle all the time. Listen. We see Gladys all the time. Okay. We see Shaka all the time. Sure we do. But we don't know what they're doing. Exactly. And that's what like I want a mystique like that. It's just yeah. like let's be about my music and not what doesn't matter because it's not your business. Yeah, I always say I, I miss the days where we could go back to uh, like. Where I could just open a magazine and read what that person said. And be shocked about and it. And be shocked about it. Like, what? You get through this? Whereas I go on social media and I know all their business. It's right there. There's it's no like, reason why I could crack jokes on Future. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason why I can do that. It's like, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there in front of me. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why I can make jokes on Kanye West. Why can't I? He's right there in front of me. I I miss those days where everything was mysterious as fuck. I had no idea what Kanye West was doing in 2005 when he first came out. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's like now, all of a sudden, it's like the greater you become and the more buzz you make. There's more that comes with it. The more that comes with it. So, like, like, so when people, that's why I kind of condemn people that kind of like drop an album and then kind of go ghost and work on their craft and then drop an album another two years later. Cause, like, we like that. We remember you, but we ain't really paying attention to you. Yeah. So it's like, we like, it's like you want your peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peace means a lot to you. It, and if <laughs> if it costs me my motherfucking peace, it costs too motherfucking much. Okay, it's too my peace is too expensive for you. Okay, <laughs> you ain't rich, ho. Like, <laughs> that's just on period. Yeah. All right. So for the record spotlight today, I wanted to talk about why R and B don't make us fall in love no more. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. All right. So. I do this thing where I do no rap on Sundays, right? Mm-hmm. And I listen to absolutely no rap on Sundays. Like, I'm so serious about it. I low-key then started on Saturday nights now. Really? So, like, I dead ass will be at a function, uh-huh. drunk as hell. Uh-huh. And I will get in my car at midnight. And, and we ride home listening to Mary J. Blige or something. Okay. You can look at my life and see what I see. <laughs> like, that's, that's legit how serious I am on a no rap <laughs> That's how serious it is for me on this rap on no Sundays. So when I transform to this no rap on Sundays mm-hmm. on Monday and I go back to my normal ratchet self, mm-hmm. I am like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I notice my mind changes. Mm-hmm. I notice that um just like how I talk to people changes. Mm-hmm. And just like um it's like my aura yeah. So um, Like on Sundays Like I don't just like Listen to like old music I might just like tap in I'll listen to like a new artist I'll you know I'll just listen And just go whatever But it's not necessarily like Now people This is so funny to me So people would be like Well what do you mean by rap Like can you listen to um, what they'll say? Somebody asked me this They said This is before Tory Lanez Look, Does Tory Lanez count I said yes Cause that's too that's too like noise like that's a lot of noise like <laughs> it's a lot going on 
So then it was like, okay, so can you like, can you like listen to like the end of like a Nicki Minaj CD when she start getting slow? I was like, no, she's a rapper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, she's a rapper. Yeah. And I'm starting to notice that if I listen to certain artists, it changes my mindset. So, okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Sunday, I was, I think I was like getting ready for that Monica versus Brandy battle right yes, before it happened. So yes. I'm, I'm on it. I'm, I'm talking. Should have known better to broken hearted to, to, <laughs> to, I was really going at it, right? Like I was really on one. So like I, I was singing almost doesn't count and just feeling like, oh, I'm about to call my ex and make it right. Like I was really awesome shit, right? Yeah. Um, I think by the end of the night, I kind of like switched over a little bit, like to like the newer R and B, and I started listening to SZA. My whole mind changed. Like it's cool. What, what her new song? Just, uh, hit, oh, hit, different. What she doing? Cool. Yes, like girl. <laughs> My thing was, I was listening to Supermodel, right? Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like, damn, this is really a touching song, right? Like, there's, it's really a touching song. Like, what yeah. she's saying really is so resonating. But it makes me want to go cheat on my nigga now. Monica made me want to go run into my nigga arms and appreciate him and love him and yeah. cook him breakfast in the morning. Yeah. Sister make me want to mm. go key his car, punch his ass out, roll him to the hospital room, and sit next to him like, babe, you cool? This is what I'll say about that. Because like, <laughs> I feel... But you see where I'm coming from? I see exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I think, like, even touching on the Monica thing, it's because she came out in a time where execs had so much control out of the content that you put out. That's true, yeah. They wanted you to be appealing to a broad audience. But now everybody's becoming independent and actually talking about the shit that they want to talk about mm-hmm. and the real shit that actually fucking happens. Not to say that love does not happen. But fuck shit happens more often than not. So, therefore, I'm going to put it and in the And it's song. relatable content. It's relatable content <laughs> because it's some of the shit that we're going through. Love happens. It surely does. But I feel like 90s was filled with a lot of love making, sex making, yeah. I love you type of music. Yeah. And I feel like the later 2000s are about like, boy, fuck you. And I feel that I love you though, but... And do you notice how like They say oh well Men don't sing how they used to Because they don't be begging for their woman no more You see how times have changed We we went from the 90's begging for our man sex Da 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 2000's went from Damn cheating is a thing Yeah (laughs) And it's good that you acknowledge that it's a thing You want to know why Because people it's so taboo to motherfucking people That you can get into a relationship and not think that it's possible that your ass can get cheated on. Yeah, that's crazy. Don't go into some shit being like, nah, baby, it's never going to happen to me. And then it happened to your ass. It's possible. It's very possible. Just like when people be like, I don't want to get married. Or I want to get married, but I don't want to get a prenup because that's just preparing for the divorce. No, the divorce is absolutely fucking possible. It's there for it's, a reason. Yeah, it's there for a reason. It's reality. I'm a realist, not an optimist, baby. <laughs> uh, y'all ain't ready for that conversation. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you see this music in front of you, right? And you feel it, and it makes you want to act on that shit. Exactly. So it's like, that's why cheating started coming about, because Tyrese, talk about some how you go act like that. 
Act like what? If right. I talk about some, don't take your love away. What? <laughs> How did we get here? Exactly. Just, just, just in the '99, I was your first love, exactly. nigga. Exactly. Exactly. Now it's don't take your love away. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Keely from Three O W said it best. I'm getting real tired of your broken promises, promises. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What they say with the with the now kiss. Now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Funny as fuck. Now kiss. Now kiss. But I don't know. I feel like music has this crazy way of making you feel like of what you should be doing. Yeah. And I don't know how it make you feel like that. Yeah. But it it really makes you feel like that. Like I was listening to um Ari Lennox. Ooh. And um <laughs> this is this is an Ari Lennox stand podcast that it y'all surely know. is. I was she listening to Ari Lennox. Man. <laughs> Adore me. She she dragged that motherfucker. Yeah. Man, she oh my goodness. Uh I was listening to Up Late. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, it made me want to call a nigga over here. Yeah. I had no business calling the nigga over Absolutely here. Absolutely not. But I was going to do it. See? Because I was like, damn. Songs will really have you thinking. And then it really mixes you up. Because don't let that song be stuck in your head. Exactly. <laughs> it's just a song that lasts for fucking three minutes. And you're, gonna, like, you're going to go ahead and act on this fucking song and have an entanglement. Okay? Okay. I plugged you there, August. Um, <laughs> you're going to have an entanglement. And then y'all both ain't emotionally stable to handle this fucking entanglement. And then the song is still gonna be playing. And, and the song is still gonna be playing. That's your so I'd be like, damn. Mm-hmm. And I, and now I'm like, I'm starting to think like they have an agenda now because when um, Summer Walker came out with that uh, uh, too much Patron, how you call a nigga phone okay. and shit. Okay. I said, are you trying to make us <laughs> call the nigga when we on too the Patron? Much Patron. Like, how you calling? Okay. Oh, you you know what you're doing now. Clearly. So it's like I'm like, damn. Can y'all make some music that make me want to fall in love? But the so these is, niggas can can fall in love with me I the right way. I think everybody's <laughs> just had so many like experiences that aren't the right way. You know what it is? Somebody need to love Chris Brown ass the right way so he can give us that ain't no way. <laughs> I'm gonna let you. Die. <laughs> That's what we need. Listen. Something. I just I just said this on Instagram the other day. I would like a um Chris Brown album debut tour. Oh yeah. He uh I would like that. And he can also do like a Beyonce thing with the runs with with all the videos. He surely can. Cause Ooh. I still need a, we need a video to pop in. You robbed us of that. Pop in. He robbed us of that shit. He robbed us of that shit. I, I ain't yeah. with that. I ain't with that at all. <laughs> I don't like that shit. Like, mm-mm. and even with Chris music that he put out now, it makes you just want to have sex. It surely does. But and I said, Chris Brown is consistently on the radio, and give that man his flowers, please. Yes, he he's been in the game for fifteen years now. And that's the thing we always be talking about: who's the king of R and B and all of this? But did Chris Brown die? No, he's more so pop now, but he's still R and B. I'm gonna say, I'm like, I think like Usher passed the torch on to Chris Brown. I feel like he did. And Chris Brown has, even through his trials and tribulations, remained on the radio, whether you liked it or not. Yeah, consistently. And I think that's what kind of I think that's what kind of get me. I'm this like, man been through the ringer, ringer. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and he still make heat for the red. He does not miss. He's literally used as parsley on a track. Oh, and like every black person who try to cook gonna make this shit pretty with some fucking parsley. Yeah, that's why I'm buying from y'all Instagram chefs. Y'all do too much. Oh my god, paprikas. I'm sick. Paprika. <laughs> but yeah, no, Chris Brown. Get that man his flowers. Yeah, that's what I be saying. Like, it'd be a lot. That's what I'm like. It'd be a lot going on and all of this. I don't really like. I'm overwhelmed with Chris Brown just because he be putting 40 tracks on an album and I'd be like, yo, somebody pick your favorites. Let me know what to listen to. I still haven't finished that album. (laughs) It's two. It's two. The last album and that Heartbreak on the Full Moon. Oh, yeah. I still ain't get breaks, dude. 80 songs. There are 80 songs that are unheard by me from Chris Brown. How are you going to perform all of these on tours? If you can pull it off, fuck it. Shit. He gonna do a medley and put them all together. Do a medley (laughs) or do like... I'm giving giving you this idea, Chris. Take this from me. Take, Take notes, take notes. I think you should do like a concert per album. Mm. And some... Some concerts may take about two to three days to finish. <laughs> but per album, I think you should come out with a concept to take us back and for us to visualize that and like release it in like this whole DVD or something where content is can be like Netflix. Yeah, like, stream it like how Beyonce did. Like stream that shit and be like, there's a whole season of my album. Yes. Go watch me. He should do that. That would be so great. That would actually be great for him because... He's such a performer. Yes. He's like very much so of a performer. And his voice is sick. Yeah. All that damn dancing. Yeah, listen, sit your ass down. We want to hear you sing. But yeah. we, love da- we love to dance. Right. He's, he's, such a, he's such a performer. Yeah. I, I remember I, I, I'll never forget when I went to go see him in concert. It was him and Trey Songs. Crazy. Really? Insane. I was just so excited to see him dance. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, like this is crazy. Like Chris Brown on a platform dancing in front of me. Put my big Insane. ass up there. I'm a Insane. Insane, <laughs> insane. But Chris Brown is definitely somebody who's he's 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 one of those people that's overly talented. Like he's going to be around whether we like it or not. Right. He's an artist. He's a basketball player. He he make beats like a bad roach that just won't go he, won't die. He a cat. I'm not calling you a roach. Chris, he a cat. He's a form call. of a roach. No, why you say that? Because. Cause people don't like him, oh, okay. so it's like. But some people do like roaches, cause they obviously don't get rid of them. Yeah. So yeah. it's like he's a form of a roach. Like a nuisance. A nuisance. A nuisance. But no, I love Chris. But but people always say they'll take a roach over bed bugs, right? I surely will. <laughs> say that for the fucking people in the back. Okay. You take a roach over bed I bugs, right? Will. I was about to be the name of the episode. Pick your poison. Roaches or bed bugs? <laughs> Dirty hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking did. I fucking did. <laughs> oh my god! But all right, I thank you again, Kevin, for coming on the show oh, with friend, me. Had to catch me. you before you left one time. Go ahead and plug yourself, Listen, sell yourself, baby, honey buns. Cause y'all late now, but y'all can be late. Y'all Listen, can catch up. Y'all can catch up a little bit. Y'all love me or have never heard of me. I can be found on Facebook at Kevin Terry Jr. Damn, my father for giving me his fucking name. Um, then on Instagram, it's the word it's. So I-T-S underscore underscore K dot Terry. I'm not on Twitter. Too much shit happened on Twitter. And y'all like the Twitter porn and Twitter after dark. Can't do it. Um, 
Instagram is where I Don't am. Don't come for our nasties. Listen, <laughs> they have their place. Listen, create yourself a little OnlyFans. That's besides the point. But you know, yeah. Follow me there. I have a song on all platforms called uh, Just Friends. You can follow, find that at k.terry everywhere. I guess that's my new my new name going he, around he here. K so. Terry. K Terry. He K Terry around call, here. Call me K for sure. Whatever you want. And I will play the song at the end of the episode. Oh yeah. A show for show for show, so y'all can hear it. Please. But y'all can stream it everywhere. Literally, I got title and it's on title. So stream my ass. It's even on fucking YouTube. It may not have many views, but it's on YouTube. Also, y'all be on the lookout. October fourteenth is also my birthday. Tell me happy birthday. But also, my new song will be premiering that day. So I thank you in advance. Go get that. Absolutely. Once again, I thank you, Kevin, for coming on the show with me. It's always a great time. Is, you are a right? fucking fool. <laughs> 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 but I had to bring the honey bun on before he left. I was like, this man going to Atlanta. I See, now I heard, and you know how you hear things, but I'm like, but you don't know who they talking about. Yeah. And the whole time they was talking about you. So I'm like, oh, Wait, somebody shit. somebody said some shit about it? No, Embryo said my best friend's moving to Atlanta. Oh, and yeah, I didn't yeah. know. I'm like, what best friend is she talking about? Uh-huh. And I was like, what? And then I seen, and, I, and I, it, it, I kept it in the back of my head. But I was just like, maybe it's Kevin. Yeah. And I was like, it's Kevin. <laughs> when I see that post, I was like, oh, shit, it is Kevin. Yeah. Mom, you got to record before you go. He talking about a month left. Listen. But I had to catch you before you left. Thank so you, you got what you needed. Got what you needed always. <laughs> and when you blow up, make sure you know who interviewed you no, first. Oh, baby, when you blow up, because you will be renowned. We ain't about to do now. this, friend. You okay. gonna blow up before me. Listen, I will bring you along with the ride. Come interview me. You, you can be a publicist. <laughs> like, I, I got a publicist. <laughs> <laughs> this will be like, oh, you want me to? Sing? I got a singer. I'm sick. <laughs> I got a singer. <laughs> But alright y'all Thank y'all for listening Thank As y'all. always We made it This is episode 21 And we can't keep going up from here So y'all, y'all know Keep going Keep dropping me in the group chats I'm available everywhere Y'all know it Y'all know what to do Bye Amen <laughs> Hey you guys, once again, thank you guys for listening to another episode of For Your Records. This episode was very, very, very important to me. I just really love Kevin, you guys. I've known him for so long and him just growing as an artist and who he is and who he is able to be. And he done what needed to be done in Cleveland. And it's really good to hear that he's able to take these talents to another city and just build on them and keep growing and just do what he needs to do to make sure that he is reaching his goals and I am here for it I knew that I had to interview with him I just know that um if I for sure listen to Kevin I soon will follow in his footsteps (laughs) but um this episode to me was very 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 important It was something that I knew that I had to do for Cleveland's sake and just something that I knew I had to do for Kevin. Just off the strength of he's growing as an artist. He's really dope. He's always been a dope artist. And I'm going to make sure that he is getting the right recognition that is deserved. And when he's off and he blows up and he's able to do these interviews with people, he got the confidence to do so because the first person that interviewed him was a good friend. (laughs) 
speaking of friends here is kevin's song just friends but please stay tuned this is not the only single that he has on october 14th it is his birthday and he will he will be dropping a new song that i heard a snippet of and y'all are gonna love it however y'all have to stream just friends in the meantime and here it is thank you once again kevin for coming on the show you guys he is a vibe go follow him is k terry just friends go stream it it's everywhere i got it on title so y'all know it's everywhere (laughs) once again y'all thanks again for listening to another episode of foyer records if you guys got music send it to foyer records pod at gmail.com that is foyer records pod at gmail.com i'm still taking submissions y'all better get on it before i start charging okay 
<laughs> this is episode 21. Thanks for listening again. Bye.